Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, when it comes to America, businesses and musicians often have the same goal. They want to break America, as the musicians and their agents often say. It's often been thrown at bands like Oasis or Cliff Richard. You never broke America. And it's the true, the concern is shared by businesses, particularly Irish businesses, who want to get off this small island and get to that bigger economy of over 300 million citizens. Now, my next guest has just published his own guide for non-US companies about how to get a foothold in the world's largest economy, which, of course, is located across the Atlantic Ocean. Make it in America how international companies and entrepreneurs can successfully enter and scale in US markets. And the author is Matthew Lee Sawyer. And I'm delighted to say he's joining us live from where else New York City Matthew how are you I'm doing very well thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to talk and and uh, and share my story with your with your listeners yeah and why we want to talk to you of course is literally millions of Irish people of course have made this journey over the centuries starting in the 19th century and even before that lots of businesses have gone over there we were talking about uh, Kerry gold butter earlier on for instance so there's a huge interest in this item and I'm sure in your book as well I think you'll sell a good few copies on this side of the Atlantic Ocean now it's getting a piece of the American dream you say the country the United States it's still very relevant you say it still welcomes talent, it still welcomes new ideas, and we'll talk a little bit about the politics in a second. But just tell me overall why you still believe America is the first place you need to go if you're a business that wants to scale up. Well, you know, certainly in terms of the opportunities, you know, we have the largest economy in the world. You know, it's been, uh, you know, over, and it's the, also the most stable. Um, Morgan Stanley did a, one of the chief economists did a, a study that showed that over the last four decades, uh, the U.S. economy has held steady at 25 percent of the of the overall world economy. And it's, right now it's about 26 trillion dollars, which is you know, by far uh, much larger than the second uh, GD, uh, largest country, which is China, which is about um, 18. So there's huge opportunity in terms of upside. And it's also, it's a, a we're a very pro-business. We have a pro-business governments. We, you know, it's all about, um, you know, making things and, um, and we love for, you know, international companies to come to the US. Now, I suppose we want to test the temperature as well. That has been a well-traveled route for years. You know, big Irish companies like CRH, Smurfit, the list goes on, who've made it over there. One of these days, you never know, Ryanair might start flying planes across that country. We'll see how that goes. But it is well-traveled territory. But we all get a sense that with America first, the Trump revolution in politics, that is, it is becoming harder. There's a less warm welcome for outsiders, be they companies or people emigrating to the United States. Is it actually getting more difficult to see these ideas transplanted over to the US in your view? Is that something you've kind of seen come true, the research in the book? Well, it's certainly there are obstacles and it's certainly not easy because one of the uh, the big reason is, is because it is everyone wants to be here. So it's ultra competitive. And also because of that, um, the American cu- customers and, and business owners, you know, are very picky in terms of selective because they can be. They have lots of options to choose from. But overall, you, you had mentioned in terms of the America first. And that's I, I think it's gotten a lot of press in the media. But, you know, when you look at the research, there was research done by uh, by Pew Research um, where they looked at in terms of um, 
asking Americans about, you know, how open they are. And over 70 percent of Americans believe that being open from people from all over the world is a, is essential to our to our company. Now, to and, our country, not to our country. Sure. Not well, maybe the two. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who travels there regularly, I have family over there. I mean, it is it is a tough place to go and travel. You've got a lot of paperwork to fill out. You've got to clear immigration at Dublin Airport or, or, or on the ground in the US. Now, that's just people, travellers, tourists. When you move into the company side, is is there a huge administrative and bureaucratic burden to kind of establishing in the US? And, and did that come across in your research? Well, it's more in terms of there's just lots of, you know, rules and regulations and things to know about. Um, you had mentioned the immigration system. And and the on top of that, you have, you know, it's it's you have 50 different states um, and each one of them has their own peculiar uh, laws and regulations. So you, you really need a partner. You need someone to help you guide through it. Um, and it as I said, you know, it can be frustrating and it can be difficult but at the end of the at the end of the day there's huge upside you know it's like unlimited in terms of you know how big companies can get and certainly our financial markets reward startups for coming here so um, it's worth the journey yeah and you you've um, peppered the whole text with different case studies which are very interesting different European companies that kind of have cracked it as it were um, visas though you do mention you have a whole section on visas in particular and there's been a big political fight around this whole area I mean it, it's it's. I suppose you want skilled people in the United States you've always been a great attractor of talent is, is the visa piece the piece that companies often leave out because they kind of think well hang on a second we all could travel over there but getting people to be allowed get permission to work there permanently there, there, there's not many ways around that. I mean, that is the law. So is visas an area that companies need to pay more attention to if they're going to go to America and scale up? Well, there's certainly, it's it's not so much, it's just complicated. You know, there are lots of different types and, and um, I had, I was fortunate to have some legal um, immigration experts. I'm not. I'm a teacher. I, I, I teach at Columbia University. I teach marketing and business strategy. Um, but I, I refer to, to people and they um, they talked about have, needing to have a, a strategy in terms of, you know, getting through. But there's lots of different options. And and again, I go back to getting good advice, you know, doing research, doing homework, um, in order to to navigate the system and and you know once you navigate it um, it's it's worth it. it's worth it now in terms of what you would say would be the best entry route for a medium sized or maybe a smaller company like you're sort of partnering up with an agency on the ground over there is that still the most advised way to go from your perspective is is not to sort of try and do it all yourself from on this side of the Atlantic but get an agent who can get your product out there first of all and then you can build on that would that be the best entry method in your opinion well it you know it, it really depends on the type of company and if the industry um, and by agent, less in terms of agents is more as, you know, partners and things. So, for example, you had mentioned the food industry with um, with with uh, Kerrygold butter, which I, I, I absolutely love. <laughs> Good to uh, hear. Thank you. Uh, th- we thank yeah. you. <laughs> but, you know, working with. So, for example, we have um, uh, um distributors and and dealers that that help to there's a, a company that I interviewed for the book called uh, world finer food um, it was a spec and they they um, bring in 
products and food products from all over the world. And then they help in terms of doing the, you know, all of the administrative, the sales part of it, you know, getting into to U.S. Um, grocery stores can be difficult. Um, so, you know, they they help in terms of all of that. And it's also kind of a stage. It's it's you know, it might be that you start with something like that, where someone you're just have, find a distributor, someone to help you to come in. And then as you grow, then, you know, build up your operations. So I, I have a couple of companies, you know, featured in the book that, that did that. I suppose the web then, of course, lets you sell into the US without necessarily uh, putting your boots on the ground at all. So the web, e-commerce, e-tailing, it's all sort of given a whole new impetus to exploiting American economy. So, so I mean, is that a, a kind of a shortcut to get started? Just, you know, use the web as your portal, you know, and, and sell via that as a sort of a, there is a transatlantic kind of shop window. I mean, would you advise that using the power of the web as, as, as your first ally? Well, well, certainly in terms of and for a particular product, there's a there's a, a good case study in the in the uh, in the book about a company, uh, Radical Tea Towels, um, which is a, a, <laughs> what a, a British, great name, <laughs> a British company that um, was selling all sorts of, you know, towels, tea towels with with funny names, with, you know, with uh, funny sayings. And it was funny is, is that they were selling it on the Internet and then Americans I, you know, found it. And then they wrote a letter to the um, to the chairman saying, you have to come here. We need you. We need those radical tea to- towels here. <laughs> <laughs> so then they started up a U.S. operation. I believe that they set up a uh, uh, a warehousing um, in the U.S. is still manufactured in Europe. Um but set up a, a distribution center in the U.S. just to sort of help, you know, the overwhelming, you know, it, it quickly became you know, the largest market for them. OK, so there's different ways to skin the cat, essentially, is what you're saying. You can go in different ways, but get started, you know, get get moving is the initial advice. And then you can sort of uh, perfect the thing as you move along. Thank you very much. The book is called Make It in America. The author, as I said, is Matthew Lee Sawyer with good practical advice. A lovely bit on page 11 of this, by the way. Arnie Schwarzenegger, the bodybuilder, he didn't go over as a bodybuilder or an actor. He started as a bricklayer in California and then did mail order business. So you can really reinvent yourself based on that one example Down to Business with Bobby Kerr brought to you by Bank of Ireland Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk